Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 97.1 FM Talk. On demand audio. The stars at night are big and bright. Deep in the heart of Texas. All right, Genevieve Wood uh, joining us this morning and uh, from the Heritage Foundation Senior Advisor and regular guest on our Wednesday mornings. Genevieve, how are you? I'm doing well. How about you, Mark? I'm doing just fine. I, I am. I, you know, I, I was thinking about this. Yeah, I've got this soundbite I run. I, I spared you of it, but it's a Ron Swanson soundbite <laughs> where he talks about the truth about government and, and how it, it uh, suckles on a taxpayer's teat. And it's true, right? And I'm thinking about this as I'm reading this story from the Daily Signal, which is which I've been preaching this for years. If you ran your family budget like the government, you would you would have been bankrupt uh, so early in your life you'd never recover from it. And the reason is because as a family or as an individual, you don't have other people to. to- to take money from, not even to borrow from or to ask, could I have a few extra dollars next month to meet bills? You don't have anybody you can just go and say, you know what, I'm going to take $5,000 for you to pay off my debt over here. And the, But the government does, and that's called you, me, and other taxpayers. And that's what they do year in, year out, which is why we're $34 trillion in debt. Genevieve, I saw something on the Babylon Bee that says Biden calls Dave Ramsey's radio show for advice on paying off $31 trillion. That That's maybe what he needs to do is call Dave Ramsey and get some advice. If only it were true. If only it were true. No, and listen, I mean, you got to keep in mind, too, this is a bipartisan problem. It's not just Democrats. It's Republicans, too. And there's just always a shell game that goes on, right? I mean, where it's like, don't look over here. We're going to say that we're going to save money here, but we're actually spending more over here. Or what we're saving is, is the case in this one. It's like it's not savings. We're just getting rid of a program. This one, this is one example where Congress can say, well, we have a program that, and they don't tell you this, but here's a program we originally budgeted seventy billion dollars for. It ended up costing three hundred billion dollars. We're going to get rid of that program. So look, we're saving seventy billion dollars. What? It cost seventy originally. It spent three hundred. By my math, that means there's two hundred and thirty thousand, or yeah, two hundred thirty billion there that wasn't accounted for. But because they're now cutting the program, they tell us they're saving seventy billion dollars. Yeah. I mean, no math works that way. No math works that way in any business or family budget. But yeah, that's exactly the kind of thing that constantly goes on. Yeah, uh, very true. You know, uh, my <clears throat> my wife and I had this conversation the other day. She goes, you know. Occasionally, I switch over and I listen to NPR. And if you can get past, <laughs> if you can get past all the woke crap, 
they sometimes have some very interesting reports on there. She said, why isn't there a conservative outlet that does that? And I'm like, because it's not commercially viable. It, it, it's not. And if NPR wasn't funded by our taxpayer dollars, they couldn't get away with that crap either. No, that's totally right. I mean, look, there's plenty. There's a reason that you don't have like the the Rush Limbaugh on the Democratic left, because it's just not popular enough. You can't fund it. Look at all the conservative talk show hosts that are out there. There's tons of them on local stations, national stations, regional stations. They actually make money. Now, I realize it's not the exact same model as NPR. Right. But the point being is NPR is kind of that. It just they package it as, as news. But you're absolutely right. They, they were nonprofit. It, all their money comes from from government subsidies and then from left wing, primarily foundations that want to spread the kind of same the same left wing foundations that give money to the Democratic Party and Joe Biden. Yeah. That's who's supporting NPR. Well, but they a, call it, you know, we're a nonprofit and unbiased. And I bring this up because a great piece on The Daily Signal from Mike Gonzalez, uh, who we've had on the show before, talking about the fact that that for some reason, uh, you know, Congress, in this case, Republicans in charge of the House, don't have the backbone to step up and take away this government funding for what's effectively a mouthpiece for woke institutions across the country. And he gives a great example of, of a story they did on how Puerto Rico, basically, everybody in Puerto Rico supports Hamas yeah. <laughs> and, and claims that we're basically the same. Puerto Rico has suffered like Hamas has. But then he also <laughs> talked about in the last most recent time that we asked Puerto Ricans, like, would you want to be a part of America? Like over 90 percent said, yes, we want to be Americans. We want statehood. That doesn't sound like a country that hates its, you know, its its, its friend. They're not colonized is the way that NPR had said that they were. It's, so it's a perfect example. But you're right. I mean, look, getting rid of NPR is not going to solve the budget problem. It's a minor detail in the larger scheme of things. But it's something many Americans would understand and would understand why we shouldn't fund it. Yeah. And so I think it's a battle at times worth having. Uh, but many times they just don't want to pick it up. No, it, it's, a, it, it's a hard truth for sure. Uh, Genevieve Wood, thank you. We'll uh, talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. You bet. DailySignal.com if you want to go read uh, more on, uh, on that story and uh, the money that gets sent over there year after year after year. And Republicans won't stand up and say, enough of this. We're not, we're not funding this anymore. This is ridiculous. Get more at 971talk.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 